My name is Anna Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Hello and welcome to For Change Be Bold. Happy Friday to each and every one of you. I hope that your Friday is off to an amazing start. And guess what? We're headed into this three-day weekend. Yes. <laughs> I hope that you guys are having a fabulous Friday. So in this week episode, I have the pleasure of having a financial expert join in to share some amazing information with us on this week's episode. So today's topic is one that is very close to our guest heart, Amanda Abella. Our guests have worked with many bloggers, millennials, with side hustle to increase their financial wealth. And financial wealth is a topic that I am passionate about. And while it can get very intimidating for many side hustlers, and even just for business owners, it is very important for the growth and the financial freedom businesses are trying to achieve. So in today's episode, we're digging into how entrepreneurs, millennials, and side hustlers can grow their business financially. You will learn from Amanda's past students' experiences. So if you are a side hustler who's ready to transition into a full-time entrepreneur, entrepreneur, this week's episode will provide you with the resources and tips to transition. So Amanda Abella, or I guess joining in the conversation this week, is a Latina millennial finance expert who have created an online community where millennials can learn how to make money online and actually enjoy their financial journey. Amanda is featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, Inc. Magazine, and Business Insider. Amanda launched her Amazon best-selling book, Make Money Your Honey, a spiritual entrepreneur's guide to having a love affair with work and money, which has been featured in Yahoo Finance, 17 magazines. The book has also appeared on top businesses and many financial podcasts. So are you ready to shift your financial journey? Then you have to listen to the rest of this podcast. And I have an amazing surprise for each and every one of you. So you guys can win a copy of Amanda's best-selling book, Make Money Your Honey, A Spiritual Entrepreneur's Guide to Having a Love Affair with Work and Money. All you have to do is follow these steps. So first thing, follow for Change People podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Share this week's episode on your Instagram page and tag us for Change Be Bold podcast. Then subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. A winner will be announced on Monday, January 20th on our Instagram page. I am excited, so let's get into this week's episode. Hi, Amanda, and thank you for joining in on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. Thank you for having me to talk about one of my favorite topics, probably the best way to start a new year, to be honest. It's like my top five, talking about money, you know? (laughs) I know, because that's what we want. We want to make profit and gain and make money, and we want to 
help other people to make money. That's, that's our, our objective, right? <laughs> yeah. And money makes the world go round. And this came up while I was at a retreat. Um, it's okay to want money. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. But a lot of people, I was talking with my private clients yesterday, she's already a self-made millionaire and she's starting her second business. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I like really nice things, but I feel really guilty about it. And I've liked them since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. Right. But I was always made to feel like there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Um, I told her the reason you feel like there's something wrong with that is because you grew up comfortable because those of us who did not were like, we don't care. <laughs> we're like we want it like if you we want yeah, it a great point because you know if you didn't grow up with anything at all when you get it you're like ooh, yeah i have this i want it but then someone I want it but if you grew up comfortable it's almost like you're made to feel bad about it so that's yeah. something i'm working with her right now and what a lot of people don't realize about money is that it's more about your mind than it is about math and that was a big mistake I used to make back in the day. But it's really all about what's going on up here more than anything. And as you reach new levels, like I said, this client of mine is already a self-made millionaire. And mm -hmm. she's coming up against a new resistance. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it feels bad for me to go above this. And get, yeah. It feels uncomfortable. I'm afraid people are going to judge me if I say I like really nice things and want to make a lot of money. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, Amanda, let me just say first, your book is so amazing. Oh, thank you. Yes, it is. And um, the title, Make Money Your Honey. <laughs> I find that to be such a catchy phrase. At the same time, it is true. Because if, as you were mentioning, you know, like, money, we need it. You know, we have to know that we want money. And if you make money your honey, then you're going to start you know aiming for the um, financial freedom that you want in your life and so many people these days they want that financial freedom so after you know reading a section of your book that mentioned i was you know working for yourself is a bigger ball game i was ready to give you a high five because i was like yes it is so do you think that too many business owners today are having a hard time making money because they underestimate how hard it is to work for themselves Ooh, okay so that's a really great question because when i started writing about money in 2010 i had no idea it's funny, this came up while at the retreat in Jamaica, um, because every single woman who is there started from nothing. And yeah. I'll have a video about that going up on YouTube. I'll send it to you um, when it's live. We each started from nothing. And it was interesting because um, we assumed it was going to be hard, yeah. the four of us had, and we still chose to do it. Yeah. I remember one of them was saying, and, and it was the same with me. Everybody was kind of on the same page. We had no money, but we had work ethic and we were going to do whatever it took for as long as it took yes. to get to where we wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And we knew that was a resource that we had. So it was interesting. We all kind of assumed it was going to be difficult and that it would come with some level of sacrifice, even though I don't really believe in sacrifice. It's all choices at the end of the day. Right. Um, we all kind of assumed that. Um, when we started realizing, oh, wait a minute, we might have a business here, right? We, we knew it was going to be tough. You know, we knew it was, we were going to come up against our edge. Um, yes. and every time you go to a new level, there's a new edge, you know, as my client is going through right now. Um, and we still chose to do it. I think part of what's going on right now is like, 
And when I started, there were no examples, by the way, right? Whereas now it's like everybody wants to do it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's 7 billion people on the planet. There's more than enough money to go around and it's constantly circulating and there's always more of it. So that's not the issue. The issue I think seems to be that people do not realize, yeah, this is work. Um, And that's why in my programs like Persuade to Profit, which was my sales and marketing training for small business owners, when I first created that, I mentioned mindset, but I only mentioned it a little bit, right? In the beginning. And I did that on purpose, right? Because I was sick and tired of all these coaches out there who keep talking about visualization, but didn't teach anybody how to close a damn sale. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I did that on purpose. And every time I run a new round of that program, I tell them in the beginning, I'm like, yes, work on your mindset. Yes. Work on your wealth consciousness. There's two books in particular. You probably need to read sometimes a third, depending on the audience, on the, um, group. And, um, I say, but you're limited to an hour a day from nine to five. I need you working. Yeah. So I'm very, very specific and clear about that because you know faith without works is dead and what I'm finding is a lot of people are hanging on to the faith but they're not doing anything yeah or they're doing the wrong things (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true you know so many people they think you know it's okay I'm gonna start this business and I'm gonna get the money in but where's the work where's the work ethic what are you doing to actually get those clients in what are you doing to go out and seek those clients? Because they're not going to just come to you like that. You have to go out and show them. There that. is no build it and they will come. Yeah. It doesn't exist, especially in the beginning when you're just trying to get something off the ground. A couple of my private clients right now are really starting from scratch. Right. And now is when I'm starting to start teaching them about sales and prospecting and using LinkedIn sales navigator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we built out the whole marketing funnel first. I'm like, all right, this is going to build over time right? Now I need you to go do this. I need you to hustle, right? Mm -hmm. We got to do some sales, right? And what I find is once someone learns how to do that, particularly high ticket sales, because that's what I specialize in, once they realize they can close $2,000, $3,000, $5,000, then suddenly they worry about money a whole lot less because they've learned how to earn money. money. Most people wait either for a paycheck or they wait for the government to fix it or they wait for somebody else to fix it. Right. When really, but that's not earning money. That's just waiting for someone to fix it. Yeah. That's just, it's falling into your lap, but you're not putting in the effort or the work to get what you want. And then once someone learns that they can earn money, a lot of their fears around money start to go away. That's so true. Yeah. Because now the spending part of it is like, you know what, I'm able to spend this because I put the work into doing it, you know? Right. Or you invest. This comes up all the time. Like, do you know how many times, and and this is the thing a lot of people don't talk about. Do you know how many times I've put something on a credit card and I was like, because I needed the investment and I'm like, all right, you got to go hustle and pay that thing off. Does that make sense? But because I know how to sell and I know what I'm selling and I know my messaging and I know who needs this, Mm -hmm. then I can go do that. Yeah. And oftentimes what I find, um, and I hear this all the time from people when I do mini coaching sessions, they'll be like, oh, I worked with this other coach and they told me about my ideal client avatar, but I have no idea what that really is. They didn't really explain it or walk me through it. Um, or like their pricing for their offerings is like way off, yeah. right? Or they just don't have an offering because they've been avoiding putting something together and they've just been doing a lot of one-on-one work. And it's just because no one actually walked them 
through that process. So until you figure that stuff out, there's no way you can get on the phone and sell something for two grand. Yeah. So what I find is, um, there's a lot of people wanting to skip ahead to that part, but there's so much behind the scenes stuff that kind of you need to do first. And that's what we walk people through and persuade to profit. Once they have that figure, she just finished Graham. Yeah. So do you think, cause you, you know, as you mentioned about the, um, you know, the money part of it, do you think a lot of people, they have a hard time, um, you know, creating their, um, sale pitch um and saying hey this is what i'm going to offer it's a thousand dollars or it's five hundred dollars and they have a hard time doing that because they're not confident in the service that they offer to people do you think that's yeah and part of the reason they're not confident in the service they offer to people is because they got stuck in stage one which is go find the data and do the market research and go talk to people and go talk to your past clients i find a lot of people skip that part Um, so I'll have emails from my clients being like, thank you so much for having me go do that. Thank you for having me go through my DMS. You know, thank you for making me talk to past clients. I had one client who found out she does a business finances. She teaches business owners how to get that organized. Um, and she didn't know that she had saved one of her clients $4,500 a month. Wow. She had no idea. Yeah. So oftentimes because she never went back and asked. Or like did the work. So that's part of what we walk you through first. And then from there, we start creating offerings and sales. That's when you create stuff that it can sell itself. That's when sales become easy. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So Amanda, you focus on millennials and you, you're, um, you decided to target them. So why was this such an important thing for you to do to target? Because I am one. (laughs) That is literally how that started. I graduated in 2010, couldn't find a job. All my friends had student loans. The economy was down the toilet and people just kept blaming millennials for everything. And I'm like, Oh, we didn't cause this. (laughs) Started before us. (laughs) Yeah, this started way before we got here. I know, it did. Um, So now that you're, you know, you're a blogger and um, you are helping, you're helping so many um, bloggers to to become more financially stable and you are sharing so many knowledge with them. Um, Can you share some incredible, um, you know, story about how you have helped, you know, someone, you know, change their um, direction when they just started blogging? Yeah. So I have a client who comes to mind. Her name is Elisa and she focuses um, on helping people through childhood sexual trauma because she's survived that. Mm -hmm. And she had been doing all these workshops and things for free for like three years. Um, And she was also getting like, I think the last time I talked to her, she said it was something like 60,000 hits on her website a month. Right. When we first initially started working together and her inbox was like, she couldn't keep up. Yeah. Um, and she had gone to lunch with a friend, that friend who knew me, right, and also became a client. And she assumed that Elisa was making a ton of money mm-hmm. with the amount of attention she was getting and all the court and all the workshops she was teaching. And Elisa's like, I haven't made anything. Yeah. So then her friend Adina was like, You gotta go work with Amanda. So Elisa came in and when we first started working together, her first big win was that she went from making like it was a lot of mindset stuff. You know, there, obviously there's self-worth stuff going on there because of the trauma that she had. Yeah. Um, but also because the work that she had done up until that point, everybody was like, oh no, you're doing this for a good cause. You shouldn't be making money. True. Yeah. Right. So she had that kind of going in her mind. Like she didn't even know what was available to her. 
Um, so the first big win was that she went from making zero dollars for a speaking gig to twelve hundred wow. in one shot. Yeah. Right. Then we worked together privately, and she recently closed her first twenty thousand dollars speaking contract uh, and got herself a literary agent and is shopping her book around the big publishers in New York City right now. Nice. That was like an eighteen month transformation. Yeah. Yeah. And she was doing this for three, you said three years. Three years for free. For Everything. Free. Wow. Yeah. And imagine if she had started from like after year one, she could have been way past that by now. Yeah. So, but she had those stories. Like it's wrong yeah. for me to ask for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm being um, a nuisance. I'm being difficult because I'm asking for money. for money. And I remember she posted in the Persuade to Profit group, like I'm in the middle of a negotiation right now. They're saying they're gonna go find the money. I'm freaking out. There's a part of me that wants to tell them, no, no, no. And then the other students started commenting, sit on your hands and let them go find the money. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we chatted earlier about how workers, you know, um, oneself, you know, they have a hard time getting this ball game thinking that it's going to be easy and they underestimate, you know, the flow of how the business world works. So would you advise bloggers or side hustlers to learn how to manage their finance on their own or to find someone to, you know, guide them through that process? Obviously, if you go do it and find someone, you're going to get there a lot faster than I did. So at this point, I'm just like, hire the expert. Okay. Now, so. if you can't hire the expert for whatever reason, books are a good place to start. Yeah, that's true. Read some books and get some knowledge and some understanding about, you know, simple finance um, information, how to balance stuff. And yeah, you know, not to keep your numbers in the red, but in the green. <laughs> yeah. And um, I would say there's two sides to that. So like, there's the practical side of that, of getting started. And then there's also like the mental, emotional side of that a lot of the traditional personal finance books only cover um like the practical side very few of them at least that i know of actually go into the emotional psychological side of it and that's why it's kind of like diets like people know they need to eat right they know what they need to eat vegetables right it's the same thing with money people know they shouldn't spend more than they earn and that they should probably look at their bank account they're still not doing that why is that because there's something going on mentally emotionally and psychologically yeah and i think so so many people too they hide away from trying to check as you said mentally and psychology you know something is going on because they hide away from looking into their bank account to see okay how much did i spend today oh no they're terrified they won't do it yeah. Yeah. And one of my clients does more um, personal finance coaching. I focus more on business building and sales. Mm-hmm. And she had a client who was like that, didn't want to look at her bank accounts because she was so scared. It turns out that client had $20,000 sitting in a bank account she'd completely forgotten about. Wow. <laughs> How many people can say that? Like, I have 20000 sitting there. More than you think. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Take a look at your bank accounts. Okay. You might have enough. (laughs) You probably have more than enough. And that's another thing. There's a lot of thinking, like people think they're broke and sometimes they're not broke. Right. But they just think they're broke. Yeah. And I mean, I've been on sales calls where people straight up lie to me about how much money they have. So (laughs) that's true. And uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, people think they're broke. Should you go around saying you're broke all the time? Absolutely not. No, okay. even people in my personal life, if they even joke about it, I'm like, don't you dare do that joke in oh front of me. Oh my like, God. That's yeah. me too. 
<laughs> I tell my family all the time. I'm like, even if I'm broke, you'll never know I'm broke. Cause I'm not going to tell you I'm broke. <laughs> That's just my thing. I feel like the more you say it is the more you believe it. And then mm-hmm. once you start telling yourself, you know what, I'm not broke, then you can, you know, see yourself not, you know, this mental state that you're in, like, oh, I don't have the money to do this or the money to do that. You know what? So I don't, I don't do it. So, yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm very serious about that. I do not participate in those kinds of conversations. Me too. <laughs> and people in my life know not to even do that in front of me. That's you. Yeah. Okay, so what are some advice you can share with um, side hustlers who are trying to transition into a full-time, you know, like they're trying to take their side hustles to full-time? Okay, so I would find a mentor who's already done it for themselves and for other people. So look for testimonials, things like that. Um, I would get over your fear of making investments. Yes. That'll get easier as time goes on. I think a lot of people are just afraid to make that first initial investment. It's the hardest one. I joke with people. They're like, oh, I've never spent this kind of money on a coach. I was like, wait until you have payroll. (laughs) (laughs) You think this is expensive. Wait until you got payroll and you're hiring employees. I know, and you got to pay them. (laughs) And you got to pay them. So this is nothing, right? Um, And then they start laughing. (laughs) And I'm like, you want to get there, right? Okay, well, this is your first lesson. Uh, This this ain't nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I would say the other thing is don't look for the easy way out. Um, I'll talk to a lot of people who say they've been scammed. And then when I look into the actual story and I start asking questions, they were just looking for something easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I would also focus on a high ticket sales or high ticket offering. And this is a lesson I have learned the hard way. It is much easier to sell something for 2000, 5000, 10000 than it is to sell something for 200. That's true. And the quality of people that you're going to get are going to be so much better. Yeah. That is true. Cuz you're going to have the committed people who are going to like, okay, this is for real and I want to stick with you and I want to do the job with you. And you know, in one of my episodes that I did on this podcast, I mentioned that you know, like you have to be, you know, confident in your numbers, confident in what you're, you know, putting out there. Cause if I'm going to sell something for $500, don't drop the, pr- the price because of someone else. Be confident because you have done the work you have put in the hours. Right. We're yeah. not Sears or Kmart and both of those filed for bankruptcy. So clearly a race to the bottom doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. And you have put in the work. So if they don't want it at that price, then I'm sorry. You got to put it at the price that you have done the work for. Yeah. And then when you do high ticket, I have another one of my students who's gone through Persuade to Profit. She's about to quit her job, but she was making four to $6,000 part time aside from her job because she was focusing on the high ticket sale. High ticket sales. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Do you have any last advice that you want to share about finance before we end this beautiful conversation? If you figure out money, it will change your whole life and it will positively impact every other area of your life. Um, Money isn't really about money. It's about having choices and it's about potential. It's just that you can measure money. That's true. Oh, thank you so much for sharing with us and for joining. (laughs) Thanks for having me. So thank you so much, Amanda, for joining in and for sharing in this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. I hope that you guys took something away from this week's episode. And, you know, Amanda shared some amazing tips with us. And 
one of the tips that she shared is, you know, getting over the fear of investing in yourself, you know, getting over the fear of investment and having a clear understanding of your target market and also understanding that sales will not take place with the wrong pricing. So definitely, definitely um, get some help where you need the help. Don't go out there thinking you can do this on your own. Or if you make the services and think that the clients are going to come to you, no, you got to go out there and get them also. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. And get back here next week for another episode. Have an amazing weekend. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. You can keep the conversation going by following me on any of my Instagram page at For Change Be Bold Podcast or at For Change Be Bold. Until next week, have a beautiful Friday.